Look at you, hacker. A pathetic creature of meat and bone. Panting and sweating as you run through my corridors. How can you challenge a perfect, immortal machine? Church, and it is Video Games Weekly. Reiner is not here. Um, Zach may have confused you from behind with Reiner. That's actually Matt Miller here hey. today. Hey, hey, hey. Reiner is on assignment. He sure is. You know what that assignment is? It's all, it's all top secret. He's, he's doing Nobody something cool. Nobody can know. Yeah. Um, although he just tweeted in the last few minutes that he just had one of the best days of his life. Wow. So apparently it went well. I know this assignment is. I know he was really excited about the thing that I can't tell you he's excited about. But yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Super, super secret. I'm, you'll, you'll hear about it sooner rather than later. All right, good. We're looking forward to that. A uh, lot, tons of stuff to get to today. I want to talk about the, all the new PS5 information that we got today. Yeah. And, and why Sony's taking the weird PR strategy that they are with this. Uh, there's a new game called Concrete Genie, which sounds fascinating to me and looks really interesting. Uh, it's beautiful. I know that for sure. You've played a bunch of Destiny 2. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it a fair amount last week, but I'd love sure. to loop back because you've put a lot more cycles into it than we had at that time. Sure. And they've done a bunch of stuff in the last week. Yeah. Like the servers work now. The servers work, <laughs> among other things. So, yeah, but they added, a, they added a raid. They have all a, bun- a new mode. There's a bunch of stuff that's been going on. All right. Good. Um, we also touched on the Untitled Goose game last week, but neither of us had played it. Oh, uh, it's a fun game. You've played it. Yeah. It's the perfect Reiner game because you're basically just a jerk duck. Goose, you're a goose. <laughs> you are. You're, you're, you're just a jerk. Yes, and it, that's perfect. You're just, for Reiner, you're just really, messing so with people. Ways. Yeah, and you, uh, Matt, you tuned me into a game called Lonely Mountains Downhill. Yeah, which is like a successor to Trials in many way. Yeah, I we think talk it's about that. Too. I think it's fair to 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 say that. We'll talk about it more, but uh, it's got a bad name. But mm-hmm. man, is it a cool game? Yeah. Uh yeah, it's a ba- it is it's a bad name yeah yeah Trials wasn't a great name either in a lot of ways though but yeah, yeah. and this is from totally different people from Trials to be clear yeah. yeah but it's a similar concept we'll talk more about that in a few minutes also at some point I I need to talk about this whole Blizzard thing they bent the knee to the to China's repressive government today what a mess and that's it's so disappointing yeah um but what I I mostly I just like to talk about the fun stuff on Video Games Weekly Matt you know. The games that we love to play, and what's great, and what isn't great. And I don't like to do a lot of politics and social stuff. We only get one hour a week. Yeah. But uh, every now and again, I think you got to call out evildoers. And uh, Blizzard bent the knee, and I don't like it. Yeah. Let's go to the PS5. It dropped. Uh, we got some information dropped. <laughs> It'd be Sony. cool if it actually dropped. And that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da, it's here! <laughs> um, for whatever reason, Sony's decided that rather than... And make announcements or do it like Nintendo does and have a direct thing where you can, everybody can stream information. They're just basically leaking PS5, not leaking, they're t- 
telling one reporter PS5 information, and then Wired magazine slash online, Wired.com, goes out and reports it, and then we all go, oh, that's what's happening. Yeah. It's weird. Well, they've had a weird thing going on in recent years, right? I mean, they're not part of E3, where you'd expect this kind of thing might have rolled out as part of their E3 presentation, but... They're not there. No. So they have a different strategy, clearly, about how they want to be communicating big stuff like this. And at least for now, Leaking it to one non-video game magazine? Yeah. Weird. I think so, Uh, too. So let's talk about what we now know about the PS5. Coming holiday 2020. That's not that far away. No, it's where... We might have it in our hands at this time next year. I would think probably so. October 8th, possible. Although I bet it's closer to November 8th. Yeah, but I mean, even if we didn't have retail units in hand, I bet by then we'll have played it. We'll have had the new controller and messed yeah. around with that. I mean, people who are like working in the industry and going to events, it won't be too long now. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, they've told us that the, the UI, the user interface for the PS5, is radically different than the PS4s. Um, it will give you updates of in-game activities and missions that you can do next, uh, rewards received from them, as well as the option to join matches that are in progress, including ones that aren't even with your friends, uh, without having to boot out of the game you're in first. Hmm. So the UI sounds like it's going to be different. I don't love the UI, honestly, in the, On the PS4. Four? PS4. Either okay. one, three or four. Do you like it? I, I didn't like three. I do like four because I find it clean compared mm-hmm. to the Xbox. I don't. I don't like the Xbox okay. One um, UI. Um, the, it feels like uh, Microsoft's tried a few different things, and and none of it's ever really clicked for me. I always feel like I'm getting a little lost. Mm-hmm. And at whatever else the PS4 does right or wrong, I don't get lost in that UI. It's pretty straightforward to find where I'm going, and um, and uh, I also don't feel like it's necessarily throwing as many ads at me, which I also appreciate. Yeah. There's that. Ah, man, there are ads everywhere now. There are it's ads really, everywhere. They're, they're still there, but at least on the main screen, yeah. um, when I when I log into my PS4, I don't see that stuff, and, and that is something I appreciate. Um, I forgot to ask. Zach, do we have giveaways? Yeah, we got NBA 2K20 for like nice. every game system that's <laughs> All right. currently that's good. supports I love it. it. All right, if you want a copy of NBA 2K20, all you have to do is have a meaningful participation in this show, 1-800-320-5326. That's all it takes. Uh, more on the PS5. NVIDIA's been pushing their ray tracing. This is their uh, their hardware-accelerated lighting uh, solution that they've got all of the new NVIDIA cards have. Ray tracing support will be in the PS5, and it will happen at the hardware level, not the software level, which is very important because that means it'll run way, way, way faster, not use uh, not use cycles from some other part of uh, of the hardware, which is great. So that's another piece of good news, I think tracing support. Absolutely. I mean, one of the challenges that anybody releasing a new console has right now is how to find a sell point on the tech side like that because the tech's so good already it's real good it is and it look everything already looks really great um ray tracing is indeed a thing uh that if that you can you can look at without and with and you're like oh i can see the difference cool yeah so i can see why that's a Mm -hmm. thing that they're like focusing on uh the the ssd won't have it will not have the mechanical old style platter hard drive it now will have the ssd and the ps5 will not only improve load times, but PS5 titles will support modular installation, meaning 
I only want to install the multiplayer part of Call of Duty. I'm never going to play the campaign, so don't use any space on the SSD. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool, and I think it's pretty necessary. Because, <laughs> because I don't know about your hard drives. Yeah, no kidding. But the the uh, current generation of, mm-hmm. of uh, game file sizes is really big. And they get exponentially bigger right. with each new generation. And so both from a perspective of how much space you have, but also just, um, you know, if you're a person, especially out in rural areas, who yeah. has a limit on what you can download. That can be handy. It's a, It can be a challenge. So I think it's smart for Sony to be thinking about that and finding ways to let people... Uh, you know, separate yeah. out their dam- downloads. And the SSDs are generally, you know, at the same price point, the SSDs are, you usually get a lot less storage on an SSD than you do on the old platter-style drive. Sure. So, you know, um, have they have they told us how big the SSD I, is going to be they yet? Have, I don't think so. I've missed it if they did. I'm pretty and, sure they haven't. Yeah. So that, that'll be important. Okay. Um, now, the controllers are going to have, they're not going to have rumble anymore. They're going to have haptic feedback the distinction is that the haptic one is not rumble tends to be just one type of rumble and more often than not it's either like full on or full off or just variations of on and off this is going to let you have a lot of different kinds of of physical feedback in the controller i mean people who've uh played with uh, some of the like racing wheels the high racing wheels know that that can be it, it can be cool right um, it'll be interesting, like a lot of sort of gimmicky things, to see how developers use it and if they find meaningful ways to, to you know, bring it to bear. Yeah. Now, also with the controller, this is awesome. On the PS5, the triggers, they, they, they've got it so that the f- triggers can have force feedback. So, for example, when you are, if you are playing a you're playing with a ranger and you've got a bow yeah. an arrow they can make it so that the trigger gets harder and harder to pull like a real arrow gets hard and bow and arrow gets harder and harder to pull yeah. as it goes back yeah how awesome is that it's super cool and, and and also presumably you could do the sort of thing where like the moment that the trigger pull on like a gun where you cross the threshold oh yeah of like then it goes then you, yeah. you feel the actual pressure yeah. of the pull all that stuff would be cool. My only, my only question, having not messed with this yet, is, uh, uh, you know, you pull, you, you pull that trigger a, a lot. lot. <laughs> I, know. I want I a know. sore finger, uh, but a carpal tunnel guess, from, from uh, the we'll, trigger finger. We'll withhold judgment on that for the time being. But. I bet it ends up being something that you can turn on and off in most games. Yeah. Um, but I, I love anything that gets me a little bit closer to experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, what my character is in the game, I'm I'm a fan of. Also with the controller, they say it's going to have a better speaker this time around, which, God, they needed it. Well, the PS4 be, speaker is brutal. It'd be hard for it to be a worse speaker. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, and it's going to have a larger battery yeah. in it. and Because the PS4 battery is, I get like 90 minutes in mine. Yeah, and they, I think they start to get worse. I've, had, I've gone through a lot of PS4 controllers just because eventually... They uh, either the thumbsticks wear out, yeah, um, or the battery gets so short lived. Um, so I I would appreciate a better battery life on there. Now with all of this new tech coming into the PS5 controller, Matt, mm. it's going to be heavier. They've yeah. said it's going to be quite. It's going to be heavier than the current PS4 controller, but not as heavy as the current Xbox One controller. Yeah, 
And that's okay with me. You know, I'm one of those guys who I, I, I like the old design. I like the PS4 controller a lot. Um, and the fact that it stayed pretty close to, um, in form function, form and function with what it has always been. Yeah. Um, they've, you know, moved it forward in meaningful ways over the years. But I, I'm hopeful that even with these changes that they don't lose touch with that. Um, but I'm not too worried about being a little heavier. I mean, an Xbox One, if it's still lighter than an Xbox One controller with a battery, I don't have a problem with that controller. So, no, I don't either. And um, I still think the Xbox One controller is is superior. I, I, I think it is, uh, it depends on the type of game for me. I think it's probably, for me, it's better for FPS. Uh, so given, you know, we now have a little bit more, da- a few other data points on the PS5. Yeah. What price do you believe it will launch at? Oh man! Um, Remember what the PS3 launched at? It was six, right? Six hundred for the they're smaller of the two yeah. SKUs. Seven hundred if yeah. you wanted the bigger hard drive. Yeah, seven hundred. I would guess this is would be at five hundred at launch. Five hundred. I think that's my... the high end. Four ninety nine. I think is the highest yeah. end that they can charge. Yeah. Um. I but I'm gonna go three ninety nine. Okay. I, I mean, think they learned a valuable lesson. The PS4 launched at three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Runaway success. Sure. The PS3. Launched at five ninety nine, two hundred dollars more. Total disaster. Yeah. So I just think I think they're gonna ha- they're gonna find ways to get it in at three ninety nine. It's. I mean, you're always taking a loss in the early in yeah. the first year or so. Mm-hmm. Um. And so it's a, it's a matter of how much of a loss are they willing to take to potentially try to be the market leader again. Yeah. Which I, which they are now. So yeah, he's back to being the market leader. Uh, we've got a few people that want to chime in on this. We begin with Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey, George. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. Uh, so, <clears throat> question about the PS5. Um, I don't have a 4K TV, and me and my wife are currently moving, so I don't foresee that being in my budget within the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think it's worth it to upgrade to that PS5 if you don't have a 4K setup? I would think if only because of the games that you're going to want to play on the PS5 that it's going to be something that uh, one of the next-gen consoles is will be something that you'll want to make space for in your budget. Uh, whether it's the PS5 or, um, you know, Microsoft's little uh, new baby. Yeah. That remains to be seen. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, we were just talking about the fact that, like, seeing the difference between uh, 1080p and 4K, um, unless you have a really, really big monitor. It's hard it, to tell. It's hard. It yeah. really is. Um, and, uh, you know, so if you have a decent HDTV, I would bet that there's still going to be some reasons that the PS5 is, is going to be great, but there remains to be seen some, like for me, a lot of the conversation that we're having today about, about the tech behind it and all that kind of stuff is totally behind the most important question, which is the library, right? What is the game library at launch? That is, that determines whether you want this system or that system. Well, one thing to consider, the PS5 is going to be fully backwards compatible with the PS4. And so day one, you've got, you got an amazing library at your disposal, but they won't all work with all, you know, your PS4 games will still look like PS4 games. But the other thing, Matt, is resolution is just one thing that's yeah. going to be better about the PS5 than the PS4. And that's the only thing you'd be missing is resolution. You're still going to have vastly superior graphics you're still going to have the the ssd hard drive so you can have effectively instant on no load time for any games ever you know there's going to be a ton of advantages for the ps5 even for somebody 
that does not have the 4K TV. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, and, and uh, it, it's worth mentioning, I think, that 4K TVs are almost certainly going to come down. Way down price, in price. Significantly yeah, exactly. down. Yeah. They, they often do um, in in line with uh, big new tech stuff happening, like new a new generation of, of uh, game consoles. I, you know, Best Buy's in town. There, there are probably people listening right now who may even have something to do with this. There will probably be PS5 plus 4K TV bundles. Oh, for sure. That Best Buy will be trying to move yep. at launch. Yep. Um, and that will, you know, that might be for the thing for Matt. Anything else on your mind, right. Matt? Uh, I have another random question about headphones. Um, All right. So I noticed, like, when I try to sync my Bluetooth headphones that are, you know, off-brand Japanese-style headphones to the PS4, it won't let me do it. But if I sync the Sony-approved ones, then obviously it works. <laughs> Funny. So I'm wondering <laughs> if there's, like, a patent on that or if it's going to be fixed with the PS5. I know a lot of people that use wireless headphones on their PS4. Yeah, I don't think you need to have, like, a first-party Sony thing no. or anything. I definitely have used other successful uh, 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 headphone sets. Um if you're looking for something new, it's worth trying to just double check. I mean, do a little looking online and and confirm that it is showing as working with the PS4. Yeah, I don't, I don't know of any reason why wouldn't it might be just your knockoff. So I'm going to put you on hold, Matt. You can pick up a copy of one of uh, one of our uh, NBA 2K games, and let's see if we can sneak in one more call because I think it might be germane to this. Randall, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Randall. What's on your mind? Hey. So, just want to call it long time listener. Awesome. Uh, Charging Sam. Love, love the program. Fantastic. Thank and you. I, I hope it's not too off topic, but, uh, I am a family man that has been an old school with the topic of the new gens coming on the scene. I, I'm yet again presented with like, I want to find something that can maybe be really good for not only myself, but possibly my family for the long haul. Uh, every time a new gen comes out, I, I just, I get too bamboozled with, you know, the cost of it and everything. And I'm a big sports guy. Uh, I'm a big Zelda guy. So like my son wants a switch. Um, the PS has always kind of, you know, been more alluring to me than the xbox so i'm just hoping for any advice on like if 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 the new system that's coming out for the ps is really worth it or if the switch is probably more better investment for a family i will go first and then then i'll I'll hang out all right thanks randall um i'll go first and i'll let you answer man Uh, now if you've got a family to me and dollars count i think this is the perfect time to to be buying you're mm-hmm. at the end of the life cycle, mm-hmm. an enormous library, inclu- including a lot of family titles yep. that are rarely available at launch. I mean, now you've got five years of PS4 games or Xbox One games that are all, you know, and tons of family-friendly titles uh, for both of those systems. The catch on the Switch is you just don't have good sports games. It's the it's the thing that's really missing from the Switch. You do have NBA 2K as a possibility. That, you know, that is on Switch. FIFA is on Switch. That's it. There's like nothing else yeah. on Switch. I mean, if if uh, if Randall's talking about getting uh, a PS5 maybe with the next generation, you know what I tell say to do is get a PS4 and a Switch. 
for the same, the same price, price yeah, as you what could. you're gonna you're gonna yeah. spend on a PS5. I yeah. mean, I I know that uh, obviously I'm a game enthusiast myself, mm-hmm. and I get excited about the new products and the new tech and all that kind of thing. But but your kids don't care. They do not. Kids won't know the difference. If if you, you can put, throw an Intellivision in front of them <laughs> and they're like, hey, this Astro Smash is great. I mean, what they want is to have something that that you're excited about engaging with them on, right? Exactly. And 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 there's so, your your point is is spot on here, right? There's so many games that are great for um, the current generation of 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 uh, consoles and really almost any of the consoles you're going to find good family stuff on at this point, whether you go with Xbox or, or the PS4 or uh, a switch. Now the switch does have some things that are pretty cool about it for families. You know, there's the, the ability to sort of pick it up and move it between rooms and play it when you travel and, yeah. and all that kind Those of are stuff. Good kids. Those things. are good things. Yeah. Um, but if you're only going to get, if you were having to get one thing that hit the two requirements that, that I heard there, sports games yeah. and family stuff. I think you got to go PS4. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Miguel, continue to hold. When we come back, uh, we will continue taking calls, and that could be you too. 1-800-320-5326. We have two more copies of NBA 2K to give away. We'll talk about Blizzard and their decision to bend the knee to China. Uh, Concrete Genie is a new game that I know Matt wants to talk about, along with Destiny 2, the Untitled Goose game. Lonely Mountains Downhill, probably we won't have time to get to all of that, but we'll, we will do our very best. It's Video Games Weekly on The Fan. to the show video games weekly paul Charchi with you and matt miller from game informer reiner's out today so filling in ably matt miller thank you for being here no problem as i said at the outset i like to really focus this show on the games and fun because video games are fun it's supposed to be fun every now and again i do the diversion when games and politics or pop culture or whatever you know collide then sometimes we go off topic a little bit uh blizzard today bent the knee to China's repressive government when they banned the world's number one, world number one, competitive Hearthstone player, a guy named Blitzchung, who had the audacity to say, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. He said that one sentence during a uh, a live stream, a live Hearthstone stream. Now, they didn't just ban him. He had won a half million dollars, and Blizzard has taken that away from him. Yeah. So they've, they've taken a half million dollars, they've banned him for a year. They went so far as to fire the people who were manning the streaming technology <laughs> as well. Yeah. Two people lost their jobs, even though they had no way of knowing that Blitz Chung was going to say anything. Blizzard then also disabled all the comments on their messaging system to further thwart anybody who would say something like liberate Hong Kong. Cause you know, that's uh, the comments were probably filled with that after they tried to silence him. Yeah. Many people are canceling their blizzard accounts 
and their Blizzard subscriptions. I personally know two or three people that have canceled their WoW accounts out of this. What yeah. are your thoughts on this, Matt? I mean, it's a to to circle it back to to your point and how it, it affects games specifically, mm-hmm. right? No matter what your your political stance is here, or whether you like politics in in conversations about games or whatever, it does affect the games here because there's a lot of people who do care about that stuff. Yeah, and uh, Blizzard has connections to a lot of major franchises. So yeah. if you care about Overwatch or you care about uh. Wow, or you care about Hearthstone? Mm-hmm. Um, these are all games that are going to be affected by this decision making. Um, that I think for a lot of people feels like a a pretty dramatic overreaction. Even even if Blizzard is trying to, um, uh, you know, uh, make a point. Um, well, they've made a point. Yes, and and I think they're to some degree going to pay a price for it. Well, um, the hope uh, the hope for me is that they pay a price for it in the West because they're yielding to the East on this. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. China is an extraordinarily powerful economy for them, yeah. for Blizzard, and that they make billions probably mm-hmm. on their relationship with China. And China can just turn off the spigot. I mean, they can just shut you down. I I think it's it's worth noting here that over the last couple of decades, China mm-hmm. has uh, is a gigantic economy and it has gotten deeply involved in a lot of elements of uh, entertainment that comes out of North America. Oh, that, for sure. Whether you're talking about movies, movies too, um, absolutely. Or, movies have to placate China too. Or, or you're talking about video games, yeah. and um, uh, and so I don't think this is the. Uh, this is neither the first nor the last time that this sort of situation is going to come up. Um, yeah, well, but it's it's uh, I don't know. It's one of those things that just feels unfortunate for for everybody, for people who um, you know are uh, Blizzard fans. That I think this is one of those things that just like people who who like to defend Blizzard, real hard to to go to bat here. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, on, on there's no defense, for, in my mind, there's no defense for Blizzard doing this. Um, um, I want to pull in a caller who wants to talk about this. Hi, Robert. Hi, how's it going? Good. Thanks. What's on your mind? So, there's a couple things. Uh, actually, opinion on what you guys are talking about, about the situation where they're worried about China. They're more worried about the cash flow. Blizzard doesn't oh, care yeah. about your friend, your other friend, your buddy's friend, his wife, your brother, your sister, your kids. You, that that's fifteen dollars a month to them in those situations. Blizzard's getting ready to drop Overwatch in less than a few days when it comes to the Switch, so they're getting ready to make a massive amount of fortune mm-hmm. just from people from China, Japan, oh yeah, all those other countries that just eat the Switch alive. Whereas America, you know, we're more hesitant because people think that first-person shooters are more of an Xbox, PlayStation type situation. So it's one of those situations where it's like. Blizzard has to make a decision. Either we, like you said, they turn the spigot off on something as big as China, yep. or they turn around and they go, hey, we understand, we apologize, we didn't know this was going to happen, we will turn around, we will appease the few or whoever it was over here, and then we'll turn around and do this. Now, is it politically correct? Is it the right way to go about it? Probably not, but from a business standpoint, we live in a day and age where money speaks, and everyone else is just below that money line. Yeah, it's, but that's the way it works. That is- uh, my question actually would be: um, Do we think that Nintendo is going to bring in an Overwatch character towards Smash Brothers? Um, are we going to get to see something like that now that these 
bombs are being made. Obviously, Activision kind of has that branch. As a uh, true fanboy of Blizzard, spending more than 15 years playing games with them, 11 of which I met my wife ago uh, this coming uh, October uh, 13th. Throw that out there. Uh, so we turn around, and I, my question is, is Blizzard going to be able to branch out a little bit more with some of these systems? Are we going to get to see a little bit more cross-play? Do now, we think... Hold on a second, Robert. Are you in Michigan right now, or are you in the Twin Cities? I am actually just outside of the Twin Cities working. I've been away from my wife now for six months. Oh, okay. Uh, working for Minnesota in Minnesota for you guys, and I have to say appreciate the channel and the the uh, hour or so that I get to hear you guys every Tuesday to turn around and talk video games. It was a blessing in disguise. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. Um, you probably know my friend Sean Belegian from uh, Detroit Sports Talk Radio. But Mel, yeah. Mel, Miller, do you have any uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, on Nintendo perhaps getting a crossover character from Overwatch I, into I, Smash Brothers or other other places? I don't know. I mean, I, I I know that that's a thing that's been sort of like circulating as an idea. Um, I guess we'll see. It's not completely outside of the realm of possibility, but I think that uh, there would be a hesitation. Um, mm -hmm. There'd be some hesitation there for something that was like so specific to the Switch Blizzard connection. Yeah, um, because uh, if anything, I think uh, they want partnerships that speak more broadly than that. Yeah, but we'll uh, see. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate the call. I'll throw you on hold, uh, Robert, just in case, you know, I don't know what your giveaway interest is, is in 2K, but uh, we'll give you a, a chance to get NBA 2K. Um, I want to stay on this topic. We had a couple of people that want to chime in, um, including Marty. But let me mention this um, before I get to Marty. You know, Robert brought this up. It's really, it's ultimately, it's about the money. Blizzard is part of Activision. Activision yep. is a publicly held company, yep. and it, at like every publicly held company, you have to answer to your shareholders. Your yep. shareholders want you to make money. Ergo, you you know, if you have to ban a kid and fine him, you know, a half million dollars to appease your Chinese overlords, that's what you do. I mean, there's a part of the conversation that we are obviously not privy to. Right. I mean, uh, is there? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I would expect that there were certain demands made by certain um, controlling interests. Yeah, he may have been told ahead of time not to bro broach this. We don't, did anyway. we don't know that, right? We, we don't now, know. That's but not, I don't think it even matters. I don't think it does either. Um, I, I don't think that that's any sort of defense for, for what seems uh, on any on almost any interpretation to be an extremely extreme overreaction. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think that there's things that we don't know about where these demands are coming from. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, the money does make a big difference. I, I think one of the other things that that uh, this circulates back to, a broader conversation that, that um, you and I have had before, is about the, the reality that a lot of the games we play now, including most of the stuff you play with Blizzard, you don't own anymore right oh, like yeah, that's, a lot of these days are gone too a yeah. lot of this comes from a license a, a, a license arrangement right that uh um that they're claiming was broken mm -hmm. and yeah you 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 agree to certain terms you agree to certain terms and they can they can call those out whether you read them or not uh marty hi hey paul you know over the years i've called in on uh, numerous topics but this one really got to me. This is the first I heard of it when you mentioned it tonight. I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I'm well, no, 54. You, you, you probably yeah. have a job, Marty, and you're, yeah. you're, you're doing <laughs> things all happens. day. You know, and this, yeah, this just came down sorry, today. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention, but I do listen to your show religiously, man, I, and I enjoy it a lot. Here's my thing with this, with Blizzard. I believe they're an American company, um, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm sure they're made up of, of many different folks, but every time we turn a blind eye to this thing, it just gets worse and worse and more egregious. I mean, the guy said something that every buddy who believes in freedom should be speaking up for. Right. And the only thing that Blizzard is going to understand, because it's clear that it's about money, is money. So the way to take care of this is just to say, I'm no longer interested in your product, Blizzard. And for them to just shut this kid down and then fine him the way they did or take away the money over something he said like that, I just, you, you know, every time we play soft or nice or kind of look at the other side and say, I sort of understand why they do that. I think then we give weight and, and, and courage for the, and encouragement for the next yeah, I agree. idiot to do the same thing. Yeah. Paul, so I'm so glad. Let's speak out. Let's let's make a difference because that's the only thing they understand. Well, and you know, in this case, the the really the thing you can do is more than speak out. You can cancel your subscription to exactly. to to anything Blizzard related. That's yeah. you know that's the language that that they'll understand. Yeah, and you know, I'm not a fan of the of the mob mentality on Twitter or anything like that. But if you can get on social media and sort of spread the word about this and let people know that. Hey, this thing happened. It's true. I know you only think this is a parody, or you'd read it in some Orwellian, uh, you know, dystopian yeah, right. future. Yeah, it's, it's happening. It's happening now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did tweet about it today. Uh, Marty, we're yeah. up against the clock. Thank you for, thank you for thank chiming you. in. I appreciate it. I'll throw you in a hold too. Maybe you've got, uh, maybe you've got a need for an NBA 2K copy. Um, Adam and Dave, if you'd like to hold, we will uh, do my very best to get to your calls when we come back. More uh, more talk on this particular subject with Blizzard for those that want to do that. But we also uh, have got callers that want to talk about Gears 5. We haven't even gotten to we haven't gotten to 90% of what we said we were going to get to, Matt. Uh, Destiny 2, the untitled Goose game. We haven't gotten to that. Lonely Mountains Downhill. There's all these things we want to try to get to. We have to do a to. rapid fire. That's and now i got less than 20 minutes to get there. So let's get this out of the way. This is Video Games Weekly on The Fan. The Fan. And Matt Miller is filling in ably for uh, for and uh, for Reiner tonight. Hey, hey, I appreciate you coming in. No problem. Um, our next show is November fifth. The wild season is now in uh, full swing here, and that means we're going to miss Tuesdays, and we're going to miss the rest of the Tuesdays in uh, in October. Uh, but we will be back November fifth. It's a there actually is a uh, there actually is a game that night, but it's a late game. They're doing a West Coast swing, and so then we'll also be back on November twelfth. So we'll have lots to talk about then, including. The Outer Worlds, which is my most anticipated game of 2019. I think that that's not unreasonable. Yeah. Um, And I want to get back to Adam and Marcus and Dave, who have been nice enough to hold. But very briefly on Outer Worlds, this is the game, this is the role-playing, action role-playing game developed by Obsidian. And their terrific track record for role-playing games going all the way back to the original Fallout. And much of the original Fallout team is working this game. Mm -hmm. And... 
It's a Microsoft game, so I think it's it's a Microsoft published game. Well, okay, so this is weird. This before uh, Obsidian was purchased by Microsoft, yeah, um, which is now totally like gone through. Right, Outer Worlds was active, so this is still a game, to my knowledge, that's that's coming to it is coming to all the other platforms. Yes, yes. Um, but I think it's coming to Microsoft Game Pass, which mm-hmm. is very important for a lot of sure. people. Yeah, no um, doubt. And that means you'll get it for free if you've got Game Pass. I mean, I think I can make this pretty simple in, in whether this is for you, right? Like, do, if you like, uh, if you were like a big enthusiast for Fallout 3 mm-hmm. or New I Vegas or even to some degree uh, um, uh, what some of their other stuff like Skyrim mm-hmm. um, is, um, and you haven't loved the move that like... Fallout moved with uh, the the most recent Fallout Four. Yes. Like, oh no. Oh, no. you mean seventy six? Yes. <sighs> uh, with the kind of move towards more online engagement yes. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a single player game. Yes, a gloriously single gloriously player action role playing game. And it is. It has, although it's a totally different world. It's sort of mm-hmm. pulpy science fiction outer space. So it's very different from post apocalyptic uh, uh, science fiction that we have in Fallout. It is effectively a spiritual successor in a lot of ways to those kinds of games. Yeah. So if that's your thing, I think Outer Worlds is going to be an easy pick. I think Outer Worlds looks fantastic. It looks so much like a more faithful Fallout yeah. with a little Bioshock sprinkled into it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the the folks we've had who have played it feel like actually it's got the con- it controls quite nicely. Yeah. Um, the combat's actually. Uh, better than I think a lot of people have thought that it might be. Right. Um, it's got great writing. It's got a cool uh, fiction building world um, that you've never gotten to visit before. You're rocketing around outer space to different planets, fighting weird monsters. What more I'm do you in. want? I'm in. Yeah. Outer Worlds. That's coming uh, October 25th. So that's in a car, whatever, two weeks from now. Not long. About two weeks from now. And uh, we won't be here. Unfortunately, we will not have a show to review it the moment it drops. But November fifth, we will definitely be talking about Outer Worlds. Adam, thank you for your uh, thank you for your uh, patience tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, Church. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. What's on your mind? Uh, so um, I, I go back and forth between uh, playing PC games and, and playing on my Xbox and. Um, Currently looking for one for actually either either console, um, but in particular, I'm looking for um, first person shooter or or third person shooter, depending on on the type of the game. And um, I feel like I'm in the minority in that uh, I, I'm actually not a huge fan of online gameplay, and I actually prefer the um, uh, just the campaign. Okay. And um, so in particular, I, I was I had my eye on Gears Five, which I know recently came out. I, yep. I played the the first four and actually have, uh, quite enjoyed them. Um, and so I was I was wondering if what you had um, if you had an opinion on, on Gears Five and and if so, um, if you thought that was a good pick, if if I should go with PC or or my Xbox One. I've been playing Gears Five on my PC, and it looks and runs great. Um, it's got a solid and and pretty lengthy actually quite lengthy single player campaign to it as well um i haven't felt and i'm i'm like you i'm i'm usually not especially during football season i haven't played enough and practiced enough to make myself a very good uh, multiplayer uh candidate in season so you know i've been just playing single player and it's been great i don't miller have you put any time into gears five i haven't but i think uh from what i know of the uh of that series and and 
the new game in that series. If you liked Gears 1 through 4, I mean, especially if you were still on board at, yeah, four, at 4, which is where four. a lot of people yeah, that's the low, it's the low end. But, you know, at each their own, I think there were lots of people who did mm-hmm. like 4. And if you were on board there, uh, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't enjoy Gears 5. Adam, I'm going to give you one more recommendation. The game's about two, three years old. Prey is mm-hmm. one of the most underrated first-person shooters in the last... Well, this last generation of consoles, it's on PC and it's on Xbox, and it is it is awesome. It's psychological, it's weird, it's frightening, and it's it's awesome. Prey is just great. My my secondary recommendation is the recent Wolfenstein games. If you're into oh, single yeah. player FPS, those games are really cool. Okay, yeah, that, um, the way you just described Prey sounds right up my alley, so I'll definitely check that out and. Uh... Yeah, with Wolfenstein, I believe I played the the free demo of that, so I'll, I might look into actually purchasing that one as well. Yeah, Prey's dirt cheap at this point too. Yeah, I think um, both both of those you could find. Yeah, pretty um, inexpensively. Yeah. yeah, I I thought Prey was fantastic, and it's uh, yeah, very much in the uh, it's very much in the Bioshock uh, System Shock world, and it's uh, it's great. Adam, I'll put you on hold in case we have any giveaways left. I'm not positive if we do or do not. Uh, hi, Dave. Hey, Charge. Um. I missed the first part of the program. I'm I'm sorry to get off topic, but PS5 physical disc drive does it have one? Yes. Okay. Is it backwards compatible? And how many generations? Yes, and fully backwards compatible to the PS4, and that's it. And that's it. Yep, but it's hundred percent backwards compatible. Is there a reason that they can't go backwards further? Yes, because, you know, like the PS3 was built on a totally weird arcane chipset. The processors were really strange, and they can't easily emulate those. And so, you know, they just don't, you know, the backwards compatibility just doesn't just doesn't work very well. Okay. And I understand that online, you know, on air, whatever, I can get those things. Yeah, but you can. But living literally in the cornfields, I don't have... The internet access that a lot of people right. have. Yeah, a lot so of. So yeah. I need I need physical discs. Yep. And I have one room with a PS1, PS2 setup in. I have another room with PS3, PS4 setup in. And if I buy a PS5, I just want to know that that I'm going to be able to play the game. I I think I think so, it's something that you should follow. To be honest, like as they get closer, yes, there will be a physical disc drive, mm-hmm. but. The degree to which you're also going to need to download things yep. in order to play the game, that remains to be seen. That's increasingly a direction that, that things have gone across the industry. And I I sympathize, man, like that that is a, a challenge that I don't think that they are paying enough attention to to uh the folks who live in places where internet access is spotty mm-hmm. or non existent. Yeah. Um exactly. It's it's really it's really hard. I think there's a lot of very active game players who are like you, um, and just don't aren't yet in a a space where where they have the option to be downloading 100 gigabyte files every other day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that's that's where things have moved, and you know I, yeah, I, I think would, I would just I would just like to see a console come out that's like hey I've been a P- I've been a PlayStation follower since generation one. I want to be able to stick my PS1 disc in and play it just like I did back then, even though graphics suck. And hmm. I, you know, I, I hear you, Dave. Uh, I, 
I, I can't imagine there's a scenario. It's not impossible to Miller's point, but I can't imagine there's a scenario where you go out and you buy next year's version of Call of Duty on the day that your PS5 comes out and you never hook it up to the Internet. It'll run. I mean, I got to believe there's not going to be a mandate that you have to have it connected to the Internet ever. You know, those games will work out of the box. They should. They should. They should. should. Work out of the box. (laughs) But we don't know yet, right? I'm not going to spend that much on the console, which I love everything else I've heard about the console. Mm -hmm. But I just want to be able to stick a disc in the machine and make it play. Because when I have a blizzard and I lose all communications... Right. At least I can play my game. Yep. Well, I I hear you. Uh, thank you, Dave. I appreciate you chiming in as you often do, which is terrific. Um, you know, there's rural still counts. Um, Absolutely. You know, there's part of me that feels like it's probably like in the two to five percent of people that have ongoing internet connection issues, and I wonder about what the ninety-five percent of us that live in you know urban or suburban areas and don't you know we have steady internet. Are we sacrificing anything for the two or three or four or five percent, or not? I don't know. Well, and is that a, is that a sacrifice worth worth making? Well, I think I think the reality is, uh, we talked earlier in the show that uh, the the companies that make uh, video games are are ultimately companies. They're interested yeah. in making money, yes, right? They are. And and they will sometimes look at those numbers and say, okay, what is the percentage of our potential player base? That is not going to have access to the internet, and if it doesn't cross a certain threshold mm-hmm. of percentages, then I'm not defending the practice. Yeah, but that the reality is is that at times they're going to say, "Well, that's too bad." Yeah, and and we're willing, and and the company is going to say we're willing to make that sacrifice and lose those potential customers. I hope that with PS5 and with the other Microsoft, uh, the console that's going it's going to be competing with. Um, that they're that as much as possible, those companies try to stay connected to those group of people who want a game, but they're not necessarily uh, in a place that they're getting great internet all the time. Only a couple of minutes left in the show. Uh, give people a little information on Lonely Mountains Downhill, which is coming in two weeks to the yeah, Xbox, yeah. the PS3, and the PS4. You turn me on to this. It's a really cool looking low poly game. It's, Tell people about it. It's super cool. It's a mountain biking game. But the fun part of mountain biking, you're at down the top hill. of the hill, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you're just going down. It's I've described it a couple times as being like a mix of Trials. Mm-hmm. You ever p- played like any of the Trials games? And if anybody remembers back to old classics like Marble Madness, I do. Yeah, course, like yeah. it's that you're you're sort of looking at the um, action as it's coming towards you. Right, so the bike. Yeah, is the camera downhill. a lot of times is like right in front of the camera, so I can't see yeah. where I'm headed. Yeah, it's not like a first person thing. You're literally down the hill from your bike. Yeah, and you're 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 steering it as it comes down the mountain. Now, what's awesome about this is that there's all these different trails. You're, the game's split up into different mountains, and on any given mountain, there's a bunch of trails. Yeah, and you got to get from one checkpoint to the next checkpoint, and eventually down to the bottom. But how you get to the next checkpoint? Is totally up for grabs. Yeah, you get to do like shortcuts yes. and like fall off of cliffs and try to land and, and, and stuff s- like that. So it's all about like both speed, um, but also not crashing. Yes. And so on some runs, you're like, okay, I, the fastest way that I can get to the bottom of the mountain is my goal. At other times, it's I need to get to the bottom and not ever crash. But either way, you're having this this experience of of like navigating this uh, labyrinth of making your way down down the mountain, and it's super fun. 
and it's and has super a, it's super chill too it's super chill the whole soundtrack is like ambient nature noise yeah which yeah. i really dig yeah it's called again lonely mountains downhill if you liked trials but maybe got burned out on how trials worked this is a uh, this is a game worth getting it feels like try the next sort of iteration on trials I think it's cool. lonely mountain downhill well, we didn't get to two-thirds of our topics. Hey, Miller, these things happen. We had a lot of great phone calls and a lot of great conversations, and we're always grateful to the people who call in and, and help participate in the show and, and propel our conversations forward, which is great. Nice job, Miller. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having uh, me. Zach, thanks for your help tonight. Appreciate it very much. Uh, we'll be back in three weeks for the next edition of Video Games Weekly after uh, the Wild get done with their Tuesday games. Talk to you then, everybody. Bye-bye. KFAN.